0: Now, when can I tell my supervisor, Mr. Robinson, to expect payment? This is Tall Can Audio. Away well, we go on an all new episode of the Tall Can Audio podcast, not in our studio in beautiful Bytown, Canada. One of the, uh, the the TCA satellite studios down here in, in Bob Cage in Ontario, but on the wrong side of it. I'm sitting here, it's Matt Robinson, as it always is, alongside a new voice on the podcast. My cousin Brandon Robinson's here. What's happening, man?
1: Oh, you know, just enjoying a beautiful day lakeside here. and uh,
0: But the wrong side of the lakeside cottage. That, that is true. We've been pushed out. Uh, the kiddies are enjoying the dock and the water and the tubing and uh, would almost certainly... Beyond the microphones oh. if, if we were around on, on the lakeside, right? And, Singing and, and whatever
1: else. And, and as a father, I quite frankly prefer them on that side than okay. this side. With, there is
0: someone watching them over there. That's not supposed th- to be us no, right that's now. that's true. That's true,
1: yes. No, there are some grandparents sitting on that okay. side of the lake Perfect. with them. And yeah, no, I'm not that much of a negligent no. father, although my wife might say otherwise.
0: <laughs> um, we are on social media at Talk and Audio. Give us a follow there. Love to hear what you guys have to say. And uh, make sure you're subscribed to the pod wherever you're hearing us right now. And, uh, look, you've, you and I actually talked about doing one of these, maybe in the first two years of the podcast, we were still up at 17 there in Harcourt. I think I had set up the rig in my parents' trailer in the driveway and, uh, and your daughter Claire decided, yeah, you know what? Not going to sleep at the time (laughs) that, that, that we thought she was going to sleep. And by the time she did, it was it was past podcast time, right? Yes. There's sort of a sweet spot after you've had a couple of drinks. You're like, now's a good time to do this. And then another drink or two, you're like, let's not, let's not no. do this.
1: No, <laughs> that's where some of those podcasts that you've referred to end up on the cutting room <laughs> yeah, floor and never sure. see the light of day. For yeah.
0: sure. Those will get released at some point uh, on, on the pay-per-view, maybe the, side the of. The
1: lost tapes of tall Exactly.
0: For sure. Uh, we'll get that done at some point. Uh, look, a bunch of stuff we're going to get into here today, but we always start with the beers. Um, what did you go with there today?
1: Uh, yeah I I pulled out a some from Kick Push Brewing Company a cerveza nice I'm not a- 100% sure how to say this. It's got a license plate on the, as a logo. That's yeah, like MX. Yeah, 287. 287. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reference there.
0: That's it. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is either. Yeah. But it's, it's a nice beer. I've had that one. So that's in in Sharbot Lake as you're kind of coming into Ottawa. Well, I did uh,
1: that drive many, many a time. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. No. And
0: so they've just opened in the last year or two. Finally got in there a couple months ago. That was one of the ones I've grabbed and had a couple of um, on a hot day like this gorgeous right is a, a mexican lager like that so i don't know the reference either the mx 287 but i know it's a good beer uh i'm going with something from uh from our buddy andy at the need a beer company this is one i think i referred to on the first podcast after the uh, the infamous 40th birthday party there at the need a beer company uh which was probably your last drive to to <laughs> ottawa the last time you were up was for that but um yeah, it, it was one that we sat down when we first arrived. Andy came out and he's like, ah, got something for you guys to sample, right? Brought out the little, whatever you call them, right? Uh, it's it's escaping me right now when you go into a brewery, a flight. Yeah. it was bringing in the flight glasses. And so, it, it, it was this uh, new coconut blonde because he knows I love his coconut brown. He's, so he had rushed to get this done in time for the he party. He
1: knows you. He's got you down. To he
0: me. had it pegged for yeah. sure, man. And I think there was one or two of you guys, though, sort of looking at it, not necessarily afraid of the coconut flavor, but... It was still, some
1: chunks for me, it. Yes, it was interesting. <laughs> it was I don't, fresh.
0: Uh, I, I chose the I'm <laughs> not
1: saying I haven't had things in my beer before, but no, uh, it's like an orange juice pulp, exactly. basically. Exactly, that's what, what it, it seemed like. That. Yeah, so. it went down smooth that night, yeah, that's for sure.
0: And so, he, uh, he had rushed to finish that in time for us to have the party there, and then on the way at the door, he handed me another six pack to just take with me. So, I had saved those to bring up here, uh, you know, to the lake. Nice. Nice summer beer, and in my opinion. I know it's not your thing. It's not everybody's no, thing, but this but is uh, the Coconut Blonde from the Nita Beer Company.
1: Nice. He also had a limited edition watermelon sour that I was yep. really enjoying while I was there. Uh, so if anybody's out and about, I know he's got a limited run of that stuff. Yeah. And it was, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic flavor there that he
0: so had going. Quick kick and push, Highway 7 on your way into Ottawa, uh, Nita Beer Company, 190 Colonnade Road. Uh, both worth checking out. The, uh, the kick and push brewery itself kind of neat, just a little, it's got like a little cabin feel to it, just on the side of Highway 7. You walk in, it's like a house kind of thing. And uh, the day we were there, it didn't look like the owner or the brewer was there. It was just a young girl kind of working the counter and, uh, but uh, spoken to a couple people. So yeah, when you go in, if the owners are around and we're roughing it here, right of the studio. You, people can probably hear the air conditioner <laughs> kicking up next door. Uh, but if you go in, yeah, the, the brewer's normally pretty happy to sit and chat with you whatever, So
1: whatever. That's the sign of a good place, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you want. You want to interact with the owners and kind of get a local feel yeah. when you go in. And that's what you got at Nita. And if you go down to Old Dog here in, in yep. cage They got so. two
0: new ones out I'm looking to try while I'm here down in I One's a Tropical IPA, I believe it was. I can't remember the other one. I've been on the website. But uh, yeah, before I'm out of here, I'll be we'll stopping by there. Have again.
1: to figure out the Uber situation in Birch Point. Right? Like it's, uh... <laughs>
0: it's not great, <laughs> Mom.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: forty years old, still calling for a lift home.
1: It happens. Whatever gets you there, right? exactly, yeah. man.
0: So uh, I got to ask you as we start here. All the talk on Twitter, and maybe we should talk about Twitter in a second. Apparently, going to be renamed here coming up because Elon Musk nothing like spending 44 billion dollars on one of the most well-known tech companies in the and world re- running it into the ground <laughs> and then renaming <laughs> <Re-branding> it <laughs> yeah, great great call uh, maybe we'll get to that in a bit but all the talk this weekend has been about a resurgence in trips to the movie theater and i'm curious because i know you're a girl dad right you got a young girls running around out there playing with uh, with uh the you know a couple young friends right now have you yet been asked to go to the theater for the Barbie movie.
1: No, I have not.
0: Are you expecting to be asked?
1: I am fully expecting <laughs> as a father of a daughter yeah. that is into Barbies. Mm-hmm. I'm fully waiting for that question to come. And my kids are big into the theater scene. They okay. like to go and whether it's to actually see a movie because we have a pretty sweet home set up. Sure do. Um, I think it's more the snacks that they get That's than the. That's the only thing actual? that makes me want to go,
0: it's the popcorn. And <laughs> well,
1: when's the last time you actually went to a movie theater?
0: It's got to be 2012,
1: 2013.
0: Wow. So this has nothing to do with the pandemic. I just kind of stopped going, right? Um, it was either Moneyball, so that might be 2011, something yeah, like that.
1: You're really going back. You're throwing. And maybe
0: uh, Yogi Bear. I went and saw. <laughs> and
1: went I, <laughs> I couldn't even peg that for a
0: Same day. time frame, 2012, maybe. Yogi
1: Bear and Moneyball are at the same time frame? That seems... And it was a remake <laughs> of,
0: of whatever. And the only thing I remember about the Yogi Bear movie, because I went with other adult friends, I have no idea why we did There was no kid involved. <laughs> I, and the only thing I remember from the stupid movie is he's in some like jalopy of a self-made plane. Okay. And he's like, it's crashing. And he's like, quick, check the emergency instructions, and he opens it up, and all it says is, Scream! (laughs) For some reason, I thought that was really funny, but that's the only thing I remember from the movie. Uh, Other than that, yeah, it was was Moneyball. So I haven't been in a long time. But this weekend, I'm probably not interested in in Barbie, right? I'm not going to be asked to go do that, I don't think. But Oppenheimer also came out.
1: That looks awesome. It looks really cool, right? And so
0: to have two of them come out on the same weekend after there'd been all this talk about is the movie theater thing dying? You know, things come out now on Prime or Apple TV so fast that is it even worth paying for, you know, the movie theater thing to have two of them kind of pop up on one weekend. And there's, like, lots of people posting on their social media, like, doing the double in one night, right? Wow. Going to Barbie at 7, sticking around at 9.30 for Oppenheimer. I don't know, man. I'm I'm intrigued by it. The only other one, it was actually only a couple months ago, uh, none of my nieces and nephews were interested in inviting me. I would have went and saw Super Mario as well. That was oh, a, that so we too long we ago.
1: did see Super yeah? Mario. Yeah, was we it good? Went, yeah, we were uh, <laughs> on a family vacation down in Florida, right? And uh, yeah, we we went and put the time in for that. That was like one of the requirements of going to Florida for some reason. Was to we see could, Super uh, Mario. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know it was on in Lindsay? Right? <laughs> uh, I know,
1: one hundred percent, it was. Oh, but again, but if you went to the Lindsay movie theater, yeah. It is Get a towed. throw. it's a throwback okay. theater. Like there is not you're fighting for seats. It's uh, there's no video games out in the lobby. There's none of that. It's, right. you sit outside on the street <laughs> and you wait until they let you in and you rush to your seats cuz there's only like 12. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a small theater. There was a father that I forget I went and saw a movie recently with my son and uh lined up it was whatever the movie was it was a big movie sure and uh the seats were very limited there was a poor father that did not get to sit with his kids like <laughs> he was lining them up with other families <laughs> like that's just Please how watch we'll, my yeah, child exactly one is here kid. one is there yeah. one is here he's sitting in the back and yeah there was not uh yeah. that, that would probably be honestly for me the last time i will ever go to that theater right because now if you do like you said if you haven't gone in so long a theater is now like a lounge. Yeah. So they've got recliner seats. Yep. You pre-pick your seat. They'll
0: bring you beer at your they seat. They can bring you an beer. actual meal instead yeah. of popcorn. But I kind of just want the popcorn. No, like, that's, just,
1: if I'm going yeah. and you're basically you're spending like 30 to $40 when you're taking just two people. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah for like, sure. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, we looked, it's still the experience, right? Yeah. Like, there's still something. And I, again, I got a really sick home setup. Yep. But there's still something about being around other people. Sure. And see nah, a movie. Other when people it comes are it. overrated. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> but the, one of the points I, I was reading an article this morning that was like, this is maybe the first weekend in a really long time that might make the point to the movie industry like, these are both standalone On part own. one movies. It's not Iron Man 2 no. or a saga of one of the Star Wars, and those Top are fine. Gun. Like, yeah, yeah, all that. So, like, they do really well, but maybe people are ready for new stories, right? Like, and, and Barbie to come out like this one is that's a 70 year old brand and yeah. they've never to my knowledge ever done like a movie so like the story is here the history is there people will go with their mothers with their grandmothers with their aunts and and like this has been a huge thing it's also a thing that people have tried to politicize like it's so feminist like it's a Barbie movie it was probably going to be geared toward <laughs> girls if you went there looking for I don't know chase scenes and whatever, yeah. <laughs> that was probably not the right movie for no. you but it's just interesting to see that on this one weekend, to original first run kind of, you know, I, I, as opposed to the sequels or the prequels or 100%, whatever. Hundred percent. You're seeing
1: tons of like Instagram stories and TikToks about it, and like there's even I, I saw one this morning about a, like there's this guy he gets out he's so you know, for lack of a better term, hood. <laughs> he's uh, he's going into the movie theater and he's like getting out and somebody rolls up and like, hey, what are you going to see? And he's kind of like hunched down, like oh, Barbie. Like <laughs> oh, that's it. And then they he's they they pull off, and they're going to make fun of them. Yeah. They get out of the car, and they're wearing pink, and wearing Barbie, <laughs> and they're all that. they're all going in, right? <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, so this is a big deal, right? Yep. It's, it's everywhere, right? Apparently, now.
0: gearing up to be, it's not going to be the biggest movie ever, but this is geared up with Oppenheimer to be like the fourth biggest weekend in movie history in the U.S. Between the two of them launching together, it's on pace for something like $400 million opening weekend, which is, That's you know, a big deal. Uh, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, am I super interested in going to see Barbie? Not really. But if, you know, one of my nieces asked me to, would <laughs> I shut I don't really Obviously, care, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah well, I don't yeah, care. I don't. It's, and it sounds like, like, I didn't even know I asked my sister today, what is this about? Like, I know it's about Barbie, but like, what is the plot that they've chosen? And she said, it's something like Barbie leaves the Barbie world yeah, to go into the real world. That's what I've read too, yeah. is
1: that it kind of, maybe the real world encroaches into her world right. and kind of yeah. shakes things up. Right. Well, oh, it sounds interesting, right? And he well, kinda wants to. You'll be able see to let me know. It sounds like you'll be going. I I would imagine <laughs> I will be. Yeah, no. A girl that uh loves her Barbies yeah. is definitely gonna wanna see this movie, hundred percent. Right? So. so And it's got some good Canadian content. Like Ryan Gosling's in it, so you know, a lot see of women wanna Yeah, he's yeah. Canadian. I had no idea. Yeah, he was I've been here i uh,
0: I've been hearing nothing but Brian Reynolds for six months in in Ottawa, so well, and, I know he's Canadian. <laughs> and Gosling's
1: got like a great origin story, right? Like he was a Mickey Mouse Club guy. Oh yeah. Was uh um,
0: with Brittany but, and... But
1: he was living with JT when they were kids. Like his oh, parents, right. yeah, his parents were like looking after him uh, because he needed to be in the US to film it, right? Right, okay. So yeah, they were like stepbrothers basically, which Junior is kind of... your hockey yeah. Uh, yeah. billet parents? Billet parents, yeah. yeah. Like that's a kind <laughs> of a crazy origin story, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, he's in it and Margot Robbie, who is just like amazing actress, so... In my opinion, she's good looking too. Sure, so yeah, it doesn't, yeah. Hurt, doesn't hurt. Doesn't no. hurt. But she, I think she's a great actress. So, okay, yeah, looking well, forward to it.
0: Yep, you'll be able to give us a review here. Sure, down the road on uh, on how all that played out. Uh, how's the the first few sips of the Cerveza treating you there? Uh,
1: yeah, no, I like it. It's uh, it's light, great summer beer. Can't yeah. complain really.
0: No, and this one I already know I enjoyed. I was actually, you know, you and I have been trying to pin down a time to do this for a day or two. Yesterday afternoon, I had two or three of these. I'm like, hey, you have to stop now because <laughs> you have to save at least one or two for the show. Yeah. So, um, but it this is one of those ones I've said it a thousand times on the podcast. Don't hint at it. If you say it's going to be coconut, bring the coconut. And this is bringing the coconut. So, if you like that, you'll like this. If you're sort of on the fence about the coconut thing, it's probably not going to be your, <laughs> your yeah. style because he's coming strong with it, which which I like, but uh, not everybody does. Yeah,
1: that's 100%. Like uh, if if they're going to throw chunks of coconut in it, then obviously it's going to hit you right in the face, right? So.
0: It's funny because comp- the, the first time he made the Mr. Brown has gone coconut, which was the brown ale. I tried it back in 2016, 2017. I think at the time it was new. And it was made with just like a coconut artificial sweetener. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't real coconut. And I loved it. And then when he first switched to doing it real, I was kind of like... I don't love this as much. And I said that to him and he said, there are people saying that. He said, you're not the only one. Um, but the real one was a little more subtle. Whereas like you just pour a bag of (laughs) coconut artificial sweetener. It's going to punch it way up. And so I gradually got used to that. And this one though, this feels stronger than it does in the Brown. So again, if you're, if you're not sure because of the coconut thing, uh, trust that instinct. But if you're a coconut person, you'll, uh, You'll enjoy this one, definitely. Uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that went on down in uh, or out in uh, Seattle this week. As you and I are sitting here right now, uh, the Jays have lost the first two out of three. They're playing the third one right now, so we have no idea how that's going to play out. But the bullpen has cost them twice. I really just wanted to speak to you about the idea that last week the Seattle Mariners put in their store a bunch of Blue Jays gear. And if you're not familiar with this phenomenon, the Jays go to Seattle only once a year. And because Roger's Sportsnet broadcasts across the country, fans of in Western Canada who never get to see the Jays live, but who watch them all summer on TV go, well, shit, I can get to Seattle. So everyone in BC, everyone in Alberta who are big Jays fans, they flood this stadium it is unrecognizable for the weekend that the jays come and so seattle i guess this year and i don't know it's fair enough decide well, if you got a few bastards are coming we're gonna make some money off you right like we're gonna get the stuff from the mlb we'll put it on sale mark it up a little bit now i think if i knew i was going from vancouver or victoria or Kelowna or whatever down to seattle on this week i probably would have already bought my Jays hat or my jersey or whatever. But you never know, right? You get there, you kind of get swept up in the moment, and and maybe you are willing to go drop some cash. But some of the Mariners players didn't like it. A lot of the Mariner, uh, Mariners fans didn't like it. And the idea being you're making it too homey, you're making it too inviting. This is still supposed to be our ballpark. Um, I don't know, man. Do you have any issue at all with the idea that I'm, you know, it's rubbing their fans the wrong way, but the team itself is just out there trying to make money. I, like, it sort of crosses into that weird line between, you know, this passionate fandom, but, yeah, we're a business, too. hundred right?
1: percent. As a, I don't know, a business decision, it a hundred percent makes sense, right? You are going to yeah. sell merchandise, and like you said, yeah, maybe you got a lot of the situations are like families or husbands and wives or whatever you want to go with. One of them might be the one that's a diehard fan, but because the other one's there... yeah. You're definitely going to get everybody's sales. wearing
0: blue. You're looking yep. around going, Shit, I want to get one at least a t shirt. Exactly. Or yeah. The person
1: you're there with is definitely like, Okay, well, I want to fit in with the group I'm with, right? And if they are flooding the stadium like that, then sure, like it makes great sense. Yeah, but true, like as a fan, oh, that hurts, right? You'd be like, pissed. Yeah, I'm just pissed these people are
0: here. Yes, and now you're making this a home game yeah. for them.
1: Yeah, and I've, as a you know. Sorry, Rob, but I'm a Leaf fan too. And <laughs> yeah. I, I've rolled into some stadiums all over the great North America. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Florida. Yep. I've seen Tampa. I've seen the Panthers. I've been to New York. I've seen games kind of almost everywhere. Yeah. And I've never seen a Leaf jersey no. in another arena. Well, this was
0: one thing that made me laugh, <laughs> man. And I know you've been through this too. You went to school in Ottawa. You've been to Ottawa enough times. You've come to games with me in Ottawa when the Leafs are in town. I was seeing a lot of Ottawa-based Jays fans telling Mariners fans to get over it, and you're yep. kind of like, "That's not really your feeling, though." When the <laughs> Leafs come to Ottawa, <laughs> so and I've seen some interesting
1: things. Like I've, I'm a,
0: I guess, re- just to finish that point, to the Sens' credit, they've never sold no. Leaf hats no. or jerseys in the building, but no. fans are sort of they having a riot. of funny, yeah. oh yeah, they like, roll it's, in, it's,
1: yeah, and it. But that's the same as the Le- where do the Leafs go? They roll in wherever they are. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what arena is. There's going to be Leaf fans there. Well, it's hey, no
0: coincidence when you look at the schedule and and you look at at least one of the trips through Tampa and Florida is going to be probably right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And one of the trips most years through Tampa and Florida is going to be right around spring break, March break when you know all these Ontarians Snowball, are down. Like
1: snowbirds and, yep. and vacationers yep. are yep. down there.
0: Yeah, On March break, you got your kids down and yeah, you can go see the Leafs play the Panthers or the Lightning for a, uh, fraction of the cost of doing it in Toronto. But they
1: also still do surge prices, right? They're making great they know, money. Oh, and and they know that too. Like Man,
0: that that's the funniest thing about the the way the Leaf fans still flood Ottawa
1: is... <laughs> you're getting a deal but it's still getting jacked. It used jacked. to be so
0: cheap, right? You would happily drive and get a hotel room and still be ahead of the game in the yep. sense like so many teams, went to dynamic pricing. And so they put the Leafs and the Canadians in their own bracket at the top. When those two teams are here, our ticket prices go up. Whereas if it's a Thursday against the Predators, you know, it's a much lower price. And they did that for like a year or two. And then they went, no, still not good enough. And they moved the Leafs ahead of the Habs into their own bracket. (laughs) (laughs) And you put the Habs with, what you know, when Crosby's coming to town or still like big games, but not quite the same and And so
1: you're not going to get the same amount of people coming
0: right and so I get that it's annoying as a Leaf fan who wants to go and actually most of the time now I just wait till the last possible second when everyone who jacked their prices way up high on the resale gets desperate you can usually like half the time I'm already on the bus out there when I buy the (laughs) ticket but I get it it makes good business sense to make those games worth more so I'm sure Seattle's doing The same? Yeah,
1: Yeah. 100%. Why wouldn't you, right? Right. And yes, it hurts as a fandom. You want your team's stuff there. You don't want to see them invading your territory. But if it helps the bottom line, like, to me, that's the hard, hard part I have is now all these people just gave this team money. Yeah. For their
0: team, yes. Sure, but and they turned around and signed Teoscar Hernandez away from us with that money we
1: gave them. <laughs> exactly, <so. laughs> right? Like, we just paid some of their bottom right. line. Right. It's like the lease, right, with the uh, cost allocation sharing. Yeah. They're giving oh, money yeah. to all these other teams. Yep. Like, yeah, you may hate us, but we're kind of <laughs> keeping you guys afloat, so. I remember for a year or
0: two, there was some screw-up with the NHL network or something like that in Ottawa, and Rob telling me, to get NHL Network, he also had to pay for Leafs TV. <laughs> <You> <laughs> and just was, gave your <laughs> a, enemy team and and like in this small market with a smaller team, you're being forced to finance Big Blue down
1: the highway. <laughs> Thanks for he, the government town making right, this exactly.
0: Uh, um, so it, it's interesting to me. There's an argument to be said that like if you don't want other teams overrunning your building, just buy the tickets. Right, like yeah, 100%. Your, it, it, when they go on, like well, wasn't, I know,
1: wasn't that like a story during the playoffs about them blocking Canadians from buying the tenants? Panthers? Yeah,
0: yeah, didn't like, really appear to work. that well, well, that's because a
1: lot of us own homes down sure. there. Like, yeah, we're good on or like your grandparents to, yeah.
0: do, and you're just like, hey, can you take like somebody's got Here's a my business card. For, right, yeah. like and, and get that done? So it didn't work very well. I, and again, I don't hate the idea of trying to keep other people out of your building, but fans. I don't know. You you just sort of it's it's on you, right? Like if you buy up the tickets, they're not there yeah. for Canadians to to buy it up. And it, in this case, maybe that's a little unfair to say because well, I, if you know, like if you live in Vancouver and you know you're only going to have this one chance to go see, you probably are there on yes. the day the tickets go on sale with mm-hmm. Mariners exactly. right? trying to trying buy it, to up. buy that one game, that one weekend, that one game. Yeah. So and I got
1: all the time for it. Like it's. Uh, I'm an OHL guy. I like yeah. OHL hockey. Um, not Maybe not like the fanboys, but I do go to a <laughs> bunch of different games. I got season tickets at the Pete's and I got season tickets at the Jets. so and weird, and man. Yeah, I know it's weird. <laughs> it really is weird. But uh, Speaking yeah, of I, supporting your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can't go wrong, right? Nope. But I well, So I've gotten to see some good playoff runs because of that, right?
0: Yeah, so. well, we should explain. You grew up in Oshawa, Jenny's fan, yes. like myself, and since then have sort of moved and, and you're doing a lot of business in the Coorth is in and around the Peter area. So it my, makes sense And my to business
1: be, partner is a Pete's guy. He loves right. the Pete's. more, you know, uh, one of us gets what we want and the other one gets sure. what they want. Yeah. And, and you can't go wrong at an OHL game. But I have all the time in the day to watch booster clubs roll in. Yes. And where I sit at the gens, guess where they sit? Right below me. Right underneath. Right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there cheering as hard as I can, but nobody's going to hey, hear booster me. booster clubs. Yeah. Below me. <laughs> below me. Not quite, That's yeah. literally what they are. <laughs> below me. Yes. But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I got all the time of the day for teams rolling in and helping out the bottom line. <laughs> as a Jenny's fan, yeah. I don't think we're hurting financially considering our team owner is in on the uh, Sens purchase. He
0: did end up on that. He, he did. Sort of at the, all through the process, it was sort of, is he in or out, right? Like yeah, he'd sort well, of I didn't a few even things. really
1: know what group he was with, to be honest. Yeah. And he's not rolling with the big players, but no. he's a big player. But still, like, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's. Uh,
0: well, do you know him? Can we get ourselves a TCA box now at well, Scotiabank? Um, no, it's not. It's, a it's Canadian Tires. So. Yeah. He's not going to be any help at Scotiabank. No. And but, who knows
1: <laughs> what the next arena is going to be, right? Yeah, honest so. to God.
0: <laughs> Uh, giant tiger center or something. He's actually like from
1: like, I want to say he's from like Guelph or Windsor or something. He's not actually from Oshawa. Like, right. He's not a local. He, no. He just that's the team he bought. So
0: uh, they only come around so often. Right. Like I don't think Michael no. is is an Ottawa guy either, but that's the one that was for sale. And
1: you take what you can get. Yep. And then once you're in, you're in, right? Oh, 100%. So, and, you're part
0: of the club at that yeah, point, right? He's, that's he's, half
1: the he's reason. He's moving from one team to another. Yeah, that's now,
0: half right, the reason right? I think Ann Lauer got the Sens. Yeah, was, they know him. Like, yes. Yeah, the the league was comfortable with him. 100%. We know his background. He doesn't ruffle feathers. He's been part of board meetings before. You know, is it quite what we thought we might? It's way more than when the process started, it's way more than I thought they would get. It turned out to be a little less than some of the numbers towards the end we were hearing. But it was a huge success for the Senators, and they know this guy. Still nine
1: hundred million, like above. I
0: thought it was nine fifty, but it's in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. but there was some talk at one point it might cross a billion, and and what, and that would have been good for the league's bottom line, but for, you know, for their reputation, but for the team, yeah. People were talking at the beginning like four hundred maybe, and then it was six hundred, and then all of a sudden it's nine fifty. That's that's fine. We'll
1: be okay. We'll take that. Yeah. Well, and it's great for the team. Like it's, there's a lot of ups coming for Ottawa, right? hundred percent. There's a lot of dynamic that things that are going on there.
0: Well, and even like just the roster itself, yep. like you hate to say it, but it's young and it's good at the moment. Like, it, it, And
1: once that rolls through, you got to, there's a potential for a new arena. Yep. Like once you've got through that, that might spur the new arena coming. hundred percent. Right? Like, yeah. It's nothing but positive things are coming for Ottawa. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> it is, it is, it is, but it's cyclical. It's of course it is, is yeah. cyclical.
0: especially so, with the cap, right? Yep. At some point, your team gets good, it hopefully wins, and then pieces start to break off. Like the the Blackhawks, of course, the the perfect example, right? That 2010 team was absolutely stacked, and then Dustin Bufflin left, and Andrew Ladd left, and Christopher Stieg left, and it, it you couldn't afford to pay them all for having these career years at the same time that won you the Cup. Yep. So you take a year or two, they get back in there at 2013, and they win... And then it's sort of, it doesn't fall apart. They're still good, but yes. they're not quite as good. And you need you're trying to Brad. Money, you're you,
1: trying to money ball this team back right. together. You and need and
0: these guys to, like Pickles and these guys to keep working their way up. And so you're seeing it happen to Toronto only without the Cups, which is somewhat <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> but your Zach Hyman's disappear and your Michael Bunting's disappear. And all because they played well and yeah. you can't afford them anymore. No. So that's just the way it plays out. Uh, you know, just before we started, uh, the Leafs got their arbitration award. Um, on what they're going to have to pay Ilya Samsonov there next year. It's 3.55 million. I, to me, that feels comfortable. Yep. He, the Leafs said we want to pay him 2.4. He came in at 4.9. As often is the case, the arbitrator Here just the middle. picks the middle. the middle. And that's why I love baseball, baseball arbitration.
1: Because it's like. Do
0: you pick a number. I pick a number, and the arbitrator's not allowed to pick the middle. They're picking one of our numbers. Oh, really? And it stops you from fucking around, <laughs> right? Because let's just say you're, you and all your, like everybody who's comparable to you in the league is making $5 million. And the, league com- or the team comes in and says, ah, We'll give him four point five, but you are like, "Fuck you!" I am a nine million dollar player. <laughs> well, guess what? You are getting four point five, right? Because the team was far more reasonable than, and it happens the other way too.
1: Yeah, you are going to be a little more in that edge. It forces
0: you to be reasonable. reasonable yeah. yeah, so I, it's I like, like that. Pulling whole a
1: shotgun clause in a business, <laughs> basically, arena. Man. I, like, exactly. don't lowball him because he's just going to buy you out, yep. right? Like that's, that's it. You are
0: boned. Mm-hmm. So uh, three point five, though, for Samson. Now, for the year he had when you didn't really expect him to be your starter as you hear one of these cigarette boats go racing by <laughs> out on the lake, there's a lot there's more of those. A million right there. <laughs> Honestly, that might be Ilya Samsonov and his new purchase here on this <laughs> afternoon. Um and I, I grew up, as you know, sort of on this lake, as you did, and then stopped being here for whatever it was, like 20 years before the family ended up back on this lake. There are so many more of those boats than there ever used to wow, be that I remember as kids.
1: And these cottages alone are way more money than yeah. they ever were before. Right? Yeah. Like, it's just astronomical and
0: but those, the cigarette boats, man, those loud racing boats that you're used to hearing on like the big water, right? Out in the yep. oceans or even the, the great lakes or whatever. There's so many of them just blasting through here now that, uh, anyway.
1: I've, I've been on them and they seem cool mm-hmm. to an extent until you're on them. Yeah. And then like this lake is a decent size sure, lake, yeah. but when you blink and you're from one side of the lake to the other right. side of the lake, and you go, like, did we run over anybody in that time frame? Yeah. You're going, maybe it's a bit excessive for here.
0: Right. Well, like a day putting the lake and yeah. just sort of enjoying being out there is not a thing in one of these posts. No, no. <laughs> you are point A to point B in no time. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, maybe that's what uh, what Sammy decided to do with his his money. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, like I said, that to me seems fair. Guy, You didn't expect to be your starting goalie last year. Matt Murray, of course, gets hurt as he often does he takes over he plays pretty well man like if you told me you were going to get that type of goalie at 3.5 million dollars for a year you take it joseph wall yep i think will be the other guy and he's sort of showed last year he's he's ready is he going to be an elite number one i don't think we know yet but he's he's ready to get a chance so
1: and that's what you need
0: yeah get a little push there and and so uh we'll see i sent you a link there before we started the show of this thing from uh FIBA, which is the international basketball uh, governing body. They're debuting and testing out and showing off this LED glass floor. And it looks... It's basically a basketball court sized video game panel. they laid down. And there's some cool possibilities with that. Like for your ads and stuff that you could change out from one half to the other half. Or you know, there's somebody getting ready to take a free throw. You can... I don't know, put up some fire around him or something. I don't know. Like there's all kinds of possibilities for this, but there are people in the replies rightfully asking, how does the ball react on this? Right? Like, does it bounce the same as it would on hardwood? Probably not. Now there's time to tinker and stuff like that. Um, You know, what is the surface like as guys start to sweat in the third and fourth quarter? Does it get a little <laughs> slippery being on wow. the glass? Yeah. Um, so there's here, a lot of things. Here
1: comes the human slip and slide. Basically, that
0: <laughs> guy's just bailing yeah. out all over
1: the place. You're, it's not making it to the NBA anytime soon. Here goes some massive contracts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh look, Zion Williams just blew his knee out on our stupid glass yeah. floor. I could see it at like an All Star game in the next year or two, but as far as real games, I don't know. But like, in principle, this allows you to do all sorts of things. And we've seen other leagues try it, right? Like this year hockey went all in on the superimposed The ads. Ads yeah. that were on the boards and on the and like in theory, I don't care. Like, there's ads on the boards anyway and on the ice anyway, but it wasn't ready for prime time, right? No. You had guys like skating through it and <laughs> like you were watching on TV and the puck would sort of disappear behind the yeah. Uber <laughs> sign or something. So in theory I don't have to, uh, a problem with trying to make some money this way, but this one is a whole other level. It's like playing on a giant TV screen.
1: Well, and I like the fact that if you were a local guy, like there's you go to some of those arenas and there's definitely local content on those boards. Yeah. Like things you're never going to see Nationally, or no,
0: yeah, if you're in house yeah, versus the national broadcast, which
1: you think you're getting, you're going to be on, like, as a local guy, that it's a, say, a tire guy sure that pays for that ad and thinks, Oh, he's going to be on TV, <laughs>
0: hockey night in Canada. Or you're, not, no, right? you like, so you're not, no,
1: you are so not. Not that it was going to help you. I remember the first time I ever
0: saw one of these was at Madison Square. I wasn't at Madison, I was watching on <laughs> TV. The Rangers were playing, might maybe the Leafs, doesn't matter, but behind both nets on the glass. They had superimposed the Subway restaurants logo. And I remember going, the most expensive seats in the building are like five <laughs> seats or like five rows up. How could you possibly do this to them? Right? Like put that giant poster You're like, no out, stupid. No, it's, it's not there. Not it's yeah. if you're in the building, you don't see it. It's and to me, again, it's Annoying because everything is an ad now, but once you just start watching the game, you just don't really care. But these live ones that they tried this year in hockey, it didn't work. No, like it wasn't ready for prime time. And of course, Gary's standing up there saying, Well, we hear our fans like it. Like, what fan has possibly said to you, We like your he ad? He seems
1: so in touch with the fan, yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. In the interview is like, Yeah,
0: yeah, as he's condescending <laughs> to you, but this, like I said, I, I'm concerned. About the playing surface on the basketball one and how the ball will react. I'm sure before it goes prime time, the NBA will actually do their research and protect their stars and whatever. 100%. But the idea seems awesome, man.
1: I, frankly, I kind of want to learn how to be a hacker so you that did. I can really can take control of this thing <laughs> and do some major damage. But, sure. Uh, it looks cool. In the middle
0: of a 76ers Celtics <laughs> game and you're putting the Raptors logo <laughs> mid-game or as we talked about beforehand, like the scene from Land Before Time where the earthquake <laughs> happens. It looks like the floor is just floor, disappearing from underneath you. The floor is you.
1: lava. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a whole new game.
0: And, like, the, how long will it take, though, that, like, when this does become real, that, like, you step to the foul line and they put, like, the emoji laughing face laughing at you on the floor right in front of you? Like, is that... Is that something you want to see or is that too far? Like, does that interfere with the game or is it just fun? Like, would you be willing, like, would this for you be limited to ads or would you let teams within reason have some fun with it?
1: Oh no, I would totally let teams have some fun with it. I kind of would like to see what the player's interaction with it is first, to know, because that's what you're paying to see, right? Sure. But you, like, if you go to a Raptors game, there is so much going on in that arena for you to interact Constantly, with, yeah. right? Is there's tons of stuff going on. Yeah. So I can see it rolling out there and and being cool to see. Yeah. But I just it's gotta be trialed. And I, I don't know where you trial. Do you try, trial that and then the, the like, G League yeah, or something? League? Yeah.
0: Like, it's Are you be. willing to pay the money to put that surface <laughs> Maybe out that's in why Mississauga? The international or basketball yeah. is getting it first. must be, yeah. <laughs> like to me it's gotta be within reason. Like to me, the laughing Emoji, which is just an idea. Yeah. While well, the guy's at the free throw line is fine after he misses, like it can be grinning at him or whatever before you, but it can't be moving. You yes. can't distract him. Um, as your, your opponent is coming up the court, the floor can't be shifting underneath <laughs> him. As funny as that would be
1: moving the lines on him. Right. So he has no idea where he is.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it, to me, while the game is in play, you have to leave it, you know, static. Yeah. But the second something happens, that floor can catch fire or whatever, right? Like, as soon as play is out for a second, I, I think that's fine. I think you're going to have a hard time drawing a line here, though, on what, what's okay. And really, teams always look for...
1: Advantages? Yeah, yeah. the
0: edge, yeah. right? And so how if you don't explicitly have these... Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: So, yeah, no, they definitely have to come up with some rules on how they're going to roll this out. Otherwise, uh, leaving it up to the teams individually, that's just dangerous. Like... yeah. No, for sure. Some but I, I got all the time in the day for them to try it out and yeah. see what it's going to do. But I would rather see how players interact with it first. And right. like watching that video, the, the person's dribbling the ball and it looks like... Uh, we'll share the video ripples, on our social media Yeah, you Ripple's too. rolling out. And it yeah, it's it almost like my... he's
0: dropping it into a puddle yeah, or something, yeah. right? It's Which not, is cool, it, but
1: yeah, it's not quite as inter- interactive. But then there was a, the person sweeping, and <laughs> it looks like they're like cleaning off whatever's on the floor, just yeah. disappearing as they're going. I'm like, that's that's cool. So they're right? showing it's... off
0: the tech in yes. that video, and you're going to have to decide
1: where you're How willing you're to draw the it. line. on Because there's it. always going to be somebody that finds something 100%. to do with it, right? Yeah. The, the, the greatest thing about having that is finding the. Ways of adapting it to your team, sure. Right? So,
0: um, one of the things that I thought we might get into today, just because it's kind of a slow time in the sports calendar, and actually, you know, I know a lot of our listeners would be interested to hear uh, what's going on around the the Red Blacks game against the Stampeders this weekend. But again, we're sitting here Sunday afternoon; that game's not till seven o'clock, so you'll know uh, before we do <laughs> uh, how that has has played out. So, we're not going to be able to get to that today. But I just thought one of the things, you know, coming out of the MLB All-Star break, most hockey executives are long, you know, probably sitting somewhere along this lake, some of them, Uh, and basketball is the same thing. It's closed, right? It's a slow time of year in sports. So I thought we could kick around a couple things just on the idea of at times feeling like you don't, belong in a certain place in a sports <laughs> And this is, look, you and I have been lucky enough over the years um, to be invited to some things, to get to go see some things in some seats that, you know, maybe we at the time, especially growing up, hadn't earned, right? Maybe <laughs> didn't quite belong in, but knew some people who, who hooked it up. But you were telling me a story the other day about being invited through a business contact of yours to one of the Leafs lightning playoff games. I don't know I can't remember off the top of my head which game it was whether it was you know one of the first two or game five or whatever it was back in Toronto.
1: It was the first two.
0: Okay so somewhere there game one or two uh in that Tampa series and the experience that you (laughs) described to me at the time did not sound like one of those things we mentioned earlier going to the classic movie theater where you, you just get your popcorn and your beer and you go sit down.
1: This was a scene, man. This was a scene and this was quite a privileged scene, I will say, and <laughs> definitely not earned myself for sure. Well, your business earned you
0: the right to know this person yes, and get it, to go or it whatever, did, but, it but it, this was not something that this your business direct, had acquired no, for the not year. A direct or right. Not direct invite, not
1: an accomplishment of my business, sure that's for Sure. But no, I got a nod from a buddy that called me up uh, kind of last minute, said, hey, I got some tickets to the playoff game. And you never say no to that. No. You make a call to a wife and say, sorry, honey, I will not be home. I'm working late. I'm working late <laughs> tonight. And yeah, you roll out. Yeah. So no, we uh, I got the nod and said, yeah, no, I'm in. You give me the nod, I'm going to go. And so I jumped in the truck and off we went. and thought nothing of it. I've sat in some pretty nice seats over the years, whether it's uh, a gift from my wife or whatever. Uh, this was a whole different scene that I was not anticipating. And, I didn't and even know this room was in No, <laughs> that's exactly it. It's, uh, I even went to a Raptors game recently where I was sitting across from, uh, Drake. Nice. Yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. Like I'm watching him and Adonis, I think is his son's name. Right. And I'm the nanny take Adonis away. And I'm like, this is, I'm, wow, this is a weird lifestyle I'm living here right yeah. now and not really anticipating, but... Uh, back to the ori- original story was uh, yeah, so he gave me the nod and I jumped in and uh, he's oh we're gonna have dinner in the arena okay no problem like
0: Get hot a couple do- hot dogs, hot dogs or something, and I'm yeah. good to go but I'm yeah.
1: not uh, I'm not built for speed so <laughs> I uh, I'm down for whatever so we roll in and uh,
0: is this a good time to interject sure the occasional. Passing reference to oh, Phil of, Kessel. Of, yeah, of who <laughs> Speaking I. Speaking of built
1: for speed. Yes, me and uh, my bro- other brother Phil. Yeah. yeah,
0: and we. You know, you used to refer to yourself as the fat Phil Kessel.
1: I. And used then.
0: To. And yeah, exactly. And now. Phil's kind of the <laughs> fat
1: Phil. Kessel. I will welcome Phil to fatherhood, right? It's, he has a different lifestyle. The dad yeah, pod. yeah.
0: Yeah, you've kind of gotten your shit under control, and he's kind I of going say, the other though, way.
1: That I'm not locking down the Stanley Cups like he. No, is. he's got three of them now, and the Iron Man. streak,
0: yes. Suddenly, that is the pillar of health and fitness <laughs> in the NHL is Phil Kessel. But uh, he came back this week with his day with the cup. Yeah. Uh, brought it back to Toronto again, which he's done before um and he look to his credit whatever you want to call it like when he was in toronto he frequently did the matt sundin thing which was I'm going to go to sick kids, but this is not going to be a he media thing. He doesn't publicize. He doesn't talk about it. He was never good on the microphone. No. And, he was, and that's half the reason the media treated him so he shitty. He does
1: a ton of stuff for cancer research. And like still is, in
0: Toronto. Yeah. He hasn't been here since no. 2015. And, and so it's everywhere not he's like gone. he's
1: a local boy. He's no. from Wisconsin. Yeah, like so...
0: Is- He sort of made this his second home despite being gone for a long time. So he came back in 2015, did the whole hot dog thing, which was hilarious, eating hot dogs out of the Stanley Cup after the way the media had sort of invented that story around him. He did have, again, an unpublicized event with the Cup at Sick Kids in Toronto. So this is a guy who, you know, Mm -hmm. likes to come back to Toronto, likes to put in his time here. And if he was interested in a league men deal in, uh, in Toronto this summer, <laughs> we could talk about that. But he came back again uh, this week, again, sort of unpublicized, had rented out a local rooftop patio for some friends and family to have his party. It's kind of cool. He keeps coming back. And I, got, I always loved Phil, right? Yeah, like, I do too. Yeah. He, he never deserved the teams he played on here. <laughs> That were so bad.
1: And he's still rocking out with the goal records and things like yeah. that while he's here. Like, leading the team. and Yeah, the and points goals. and stuff yeah, he was putting up. Awesome.
0: It was great to have him here. But anyway, that was just maybe the time to interject <laughs> the passing. If if you <laughs> so were to pass Brandon on the street at some you might stop. Wait,
1: what? Even our hairline is starting to look the same. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it's shocking on... Yes. And I didn't really pay much I never really paid much attention to players and how they actually look. Yeah. Like, a, you know, you put on a helmet and a jersey, and you got a name on the back. It's one
0: of the biggest problems with hockey yeah, is that not they're not recognizable, recognizable. That's right.
1: Right? And, and you think that uh, you're recognizable in Toronto. Yeah. And most of them roll out of here, and they go to Florida or go to wherever, right? Sure. And play, yeah. and they're even less recognizable. Yes. But, again, I didn't really pay much attention. And somebody, I think, did a Photoshop image of me <laughs> and Phil side by side. And I'm like, wow, okay, I got time for this. So, yeah,
0: this is a thing. Yeah, and And see, I never... You know, it was a self-deprecating thing you threw down, fat Phil Kessel. I right. never thought, but I did kind of go maybe funhouse mirror <laughs> Phil Kessel, right? Yeah, like, 100%. it's not dead. Like, if you were standing right beside each other, you go, no, that's Brandon and that's Phil. Yeah. But like, like I said, at a passing glance, if you on the sidewalk, you'd, you'd stop twice. Yep. You go, hey, oh. Yep. <laughs>
1: if I just jog a little bit more, me and Phil might be, uh, maybe I can sign some endorsement deals for the guy.
0: So Phil is the type of guy who runs in the price bracket that got you know the box you were at for this this playoff game this year that's that's the sort of bracket the type of world we're talking yeah. about at this point
1: yeah so we're uh, we pull in we do the usual thing of find the most expensive but uh, closest closest parking spot you could possibly park your truck that you can fit in Toronto <laughs> yeah and uh, they're like, oh yeah we're going into this restaurant uh, it's down down below in the arena I'm like okay, all right. I've been in a few restaurants in sure. for, for work yep. and uh, so we go in and we're, we keep going down. Like it just, and I've been below in the platinum seats yep. in the little areas the conjugal like meeting rooms back there. Yep. But this is, we, we go down and there's like a bunch of different bouncers, checkpoints and like, where are you going? Do you have reservation? Good to see you Phil. Yep. <laughs> I didn't in, know you were back. In town. No, exactly. Yeah, are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> Isn't like, Vegas yeah. also playing tonight? Uh, don't <laughs> you know the hot dogs are upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. We get uh, we get down to the spot and we're going in and uh, we sit. We walk in and it's uh, mahogany walls and <laughs> uh, the tables are spaced out like very wide. Like there's lots of room to move here, and yeah. it's shocking for where ACC or what I call yeah, sculpture yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, we get in, we sit down, and uh, sitting with the sales rep for the company that we're with. Yeah. And uh, he's like, Oh, they've got shrimp and lobster up there as uh, appetizers. I'm like, What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, again, not built for speed, so <laughs> right. I'm, I mean, I'm hooked in, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the appetizer, right? Yeah. And apparently, this restaurant is, uh, I don't know if you've ever if you've partaked in steakhouses in Toronto, but Harbor 60, which is. Oh yeah. Okay. So they run this restaurant. Like this, I've is, seen famous people go in there. Yeah. And they, <laughs> take, they take their staff on game nights and they ship them over to the ACC. Okay. And and I'm sitting there and the guy, like the hostess or waiter or whatever you want to refer to yourself as. Yeah. He knows the guy that we're with and he knows his order, like knows everything about, well, you tried this wine last week and this wine the week before. And, right. You know, you're going to have this for dinner? Try this wine or try that. <laughs> And I'm going, okay, like well, this is a whole different game. And I haven't even <laughs> seen the seats yet. Like right. we're just sit in this little low area. Having appetizers. Having appetizers of lobster and shrimp and So
0: are you at this point, is it on the level of those sort of platinum it, boxes uh, beside or are you it, underneath that or above on, that?
1: We're kind of behind that. Okay. In this one I would say one Dining section. Room, kind of mid of? mid arena. Okay. Like right ac- well, we're right beside the penalty box. Okay. To be honest. Like yeah. That's where we come out for our seats. Right. So yeah, no, we're just sitting down there and uh, they clearly have this, they've been there before. Like my buddy who is, you know, bi- business-wise on par with me, yeah. um, he's been there many times. I'm like, okay, I'm in the wrong side of this business, right? <laughs> the Pete's are not providing me no, this. My- <laughs> yeah. <We're the> gents, <laughs> no, yeah. Or the jets. No, no. <laughs> so no, we're, so we're sitting there and they're, uh, they're like, well, we just, we order appetizers now and then we go watch the first period and we, or- but we order everything right now. So you order your dinner and then you order your dessert. So each period you come in and it's all there. And by the, like, so your first, you roll in, you eat that. And then your second is your dessert and espresso coffee. Like we're talking. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different lifestyle. I will say I enjoyed it. Of course. (laughs) I will say I may get invited again. Sure. I, I, was polite. I watched yeah. everything. I was proper. I did everything to get invited again. I understood
0: which fork yeah. to use
1: first. Exactly. And Work your <laughs> way out in the end, right? Yeah. Thank you, Grandma, for teaching yeah, me these things. Because that's, yeah.
0: No, it's it's funny when you think of, like, these areas into the arena, right? Yeah. Like, I went once, not during a game night, uh, a friend of ours, uh, who we both know, but for the longest time, he had a box, and season tickets for the Raptors and all this stuff. And there was an event where you could go and it was basically a Q and A Q&A with Brian Burke when he was running the team. So I went with, with our uncle cause they couldn't go mm-hmm. and like they usher you in on like street level through this like dining room. And then you're out and you're like, you're looking at the glass of the arena. It's like right there. Yeah. And then it's behind one of the nets, you go into this dining room and there are like engraved plaques on the table with like people's names that are like, oh yeah. Okay. So you've paid $400,000 for this, this spot table sit, for yeah. this season only, probably <laughs> they pull, I'm sure at the end of the year, rip the plaques off and, and, but they open these doors and there's only like six rows of seats and then the net. And I'm like, I've been to a thousand games here. How did I not Nine notice, notice here? this yeah. dining room <laughs> right behind the one net? And it was I think they called it the Chairman's Lounge or something like that. It's like where Larry Tannenbaum entertains and then, you know, they open it up and and you just sit there and, and watch the games as well. And
1: I, Is he entertaining these people with the gold standard on the table? Is that? I,
0: I guess. I don't know what that was supposed <laughs> to be all about, but like my uncle and I or our uncle and I are standing there like this doesn't feel right. Like, and there's not even a game going on and then Berkey's coming around, he's shaking hands, he's talking to everybody and someone asked him, this is the, the era that we're in. He, uh, you know, why is the team like at the time they were bad, but they should have been a little bit better than what they'd been. He says, you know, what's, why are they only three and 10 in their last 13 or whatever? And he goes, well, it's our second line at the time. Our second line was Kuliman, Krabowski and MacArthur. He goes, uh, Uh, MacArthur and Grabowski have been dog shit and Kuhleman's been worse than both of them (laughs) you're like okay that's not what he was going to say on hockey night or on the radio the next day tomorrow you're getting some real shit here you're getting
1: the honest opinion for sure and and who's on the trade deadline
0: yeah basically the next day (laughs) those guys are out of town or whatever so it, it's just it's interesting these places that kind of get tucked away
1: 100 in the
0: in the building um, and
1: I, i'm not sure what this one was called i want to say it was the air canada lounge but right i'm not 100 sure i've been in the scotia bank restaurant or something uh, uh, which is up higher yeah and and still just as extravagant and nice way more packed yeah um but yeah when we're sitting down there we're sitting with like there's like two people I recognize from the, what is it? Shark's Den on like, oh, uh, like Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den. Yeah. Like something like that. Whatever Canada's version is. is dra- that that's so. Dragon's Den. Yeah. Sharks
0: Tank, Sharks I think tank. is the American one. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm, we're sitting there, I'm recognizing like people like yeah. off of TV and going, I shouldn't be here. Like this <laughs> is not, I don't belong. I'm definitely not playing these kind of games with these people. Yeah. And I'm sure the only reason that me and my buddy are invited is because whoever, he, the first choice. Someone else canceled. Yeah, somebody else canceled, right? So, And and uh, I'll give my buddy credit, who gets, he said, like he gets to nod a lot to go to these events. Yeah. And, and always the last choice. And he's like, but I never say no. <laughs> no. I'm going to go every yeah, time. Yeah,
0: you make sure if you get the tag. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in. I'm, I'm in. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you make sure. I don't
1: care if you call me like an hour before. The yeah, game. I can be I there. I will be <laughs> there. Right? Like, just email Ride me the tickets. My bike and, yes. up
0: To this three thousand dollars seat. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And even in the uh, the lifestyle that we live, like it's construction. Yeah. And uh, I remember our fa- our family business was in construction, mm-hmm. and we were taken over by a bigger family business. Yeah. And one of the guys that I work with when we got taken over. Like his job was like uh business management slash entertainment like, of of the clients. Yeah. Like, anybody Staffing working this with them. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And working with like the people that supply him materials or, or clients or whatever. He said at a, like at the ACC at the time, say a, a season, even for the Leafs or whatever events are going on. Yeah. He spent at the ACC, something like 285 days a year at events there <laughs> and like just entertaining people. And he's like, yeah, it's, this is what I- That's I'd, the gig
0: is yeah. just keeping people
1: happy, yeah. entertained. Yeah. And God knows it, for a long time, we were not seeing any decent teams. No.
0: <laughs> so uh, I want to get into that for a second. These people who entertain, because I have a feeling you've probably met the same guy I'm going to talk about, but we had to grab another beer here. Uh, what do you go with this time?
1: I went with the uh, Game Face Logger game face. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to find the brewery on this, but... Uh,
0: There's a couple sitting in the fridge that aren't particularly well marked at this point.
1: Yeah, this has got a <clears> reference <throat> to it, like a brewade is a charity innovative to, oh. for Tomorrow... Oh, Tomorrow Brew Co. Oh, okay. Okay, I've never heard of it. It's uh, out of Toronto.
0: Yep. They've done a couple of things before. I think they used to be known as Old Tomorrow. Okay. Um, and they sent us some beer to uh, promote at one point. It was called like hockey helps the homeless or something like that and um
1: well this one's interesting it's like it's got references to uh the fact that they're lgfb is a canadian charity helping women face cancer oh okay yeah they can feel like themselves again so that's kind of
0: interesting that's cool yeah. yeah and these guys are like i said they're good like that right this one was the hockey helps the homeless one that i tried was that was an organization that was reliant on fundraising events and when the pandemic hit in there was none of that right so all their fundraisers went away and so old tomorrow stepped in to do you know a dollar from every beer or whatever yeah Uh, and so they sent us some asking we'll send you you know whatever a 12-pack if you'll please talk about what we're doing Uh, that was an easy decision for sure so uh, those guys do a lot of good stuff and 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 so power to them and uh, I went with one I'm pretty unfamiliar with it's been sitting in the fridge for a bit uh but again seemed like a good one for a, a hot sunday afternoon this is the glory days brewing company yep but uh yeah. great days behind better days ahead from the glory days brewing company premium lager just a straight up summer beer right so, and,
1: sounds like a throwback to like covid glory days past yeah
0: it's funny you mentioned uh uh, I guess I mentioned. <laughs> it's funny. I'm, Glory Days, the old Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, one of my favorite bands are the Gaslight Anthem, put out a new song this week in partnership with Bruce Springsteen. Sings wow. the second verse. Nice. Yeah. They've often gotten compared. Like, they're a New Jersey band, just like he is, of course. Um, and their stuff's a little heavier, but most modern stuff is. Yep. Uh, and so they've often kind of been called the new generation Uh, the next generation of Bruce Springsteen and Bruce has sang with them at major festivals a couple times before uh, or Brian Fallon, the lead singer has sang with Bruce a couple times before. So that's not the first time that they've partnered up or kind of leaned into that, whatever that comparison, but this is the first time they've actually officially recorded a song together.
1: If you can get a little bit of that rub from Bruce, a hundred percent. Yeah. Take it.
0: And the other way around too. Bruce is a legend, but he's, they are keeping them young here a little bit. it yeah, works both ways, yeah. For sure, so that's kind of cool. Unfortunately, and I, I have no idea what to make of this, My one of my other favorite bands there, Anti-Flag, packed up shop, completely closed all their social accounts, closed their website, and I guess at the beginning of last week, there was a podcast where a woman went on and described uh, an incident where she had been raped. Did not name a band, did not name a singer, just said... A well-known lead singer from a well-known, you know, political punk band, and she described the event they'd been at, sort of the time frame, and They're, Twitter down went by, and figured yeah. it out basically on its own, on their own, and you know, it sounds like the person being accused is Justin Sane, who's the lead singer of Anti-Flag. Allegedly, we don't know anything at this point, but when you put her story out, and then the fact that all of their social media just disappeared on a dime unannounced no explanation no nothing doesn't look good man nope, so nope. which would be a bummer right like anti-fly of course it's a bummer for her for sh- obviously yeah. but like this is a band that is so often sang about inclusion and community and
1: that's the whole genre really is yeah. kind of
0: and to find out that this guy maybe was using that cover as a man brutal yep um Anyway, let's not get into all of that until we have a few more facts. Uh, But you referenced there talking to uh, someone who basically their entire job was, or not their entire job, but like 250 nights a year, they were entertaining people at the ACC. And I wonder if you ever met or, and I, I won't use his name here, or I'll bleep it out in post, from Scotiabank.
1: No, I never did. Okay. No.
0: So he was a guy that, uh, you know, our fathers worked with through their bank. And occasionally, you know, to keep your big spenders still happy. Do. They still work with them. There you go. Um, well, he stopped inviting. They're not making enough money anymore, no. maybe, well, <laughs> to be worth the invite anymore.
1: They're probably still making the money. They're just yeah. They're getting
0: the same Now pot. that they're into the retirement yeah. of it. Yeah. So, um, but he, that was his entire job for that bank was entertainment entertaining people and keeping clients happy, and so he invited our uncle one night, and so he took uh, me and our cousin Adam, and we went down and we were in one of those suites that you were referring to uh, at the platinum level as opposed to the boxes up on the you know third level or you know whatever yeah. the yeah. the sky boxes up there and so all we were told beforehand was that you would go. And there would be a Leafs legend in your box. And so it well, that, was.
1: That was their sponsored name of their box, right? Right. I believe Scotia's banks. And I don't know if it still is, but they were. The alumni's alumni
0: box. box something box. like yeah. that. Yeah. So we went, uh, it was the three of us, like I said, my uncle and my cousin and I, and, and this guy from the bank. And. again you kind of come in off street level and you walk through this dining room and now you're in these hallways and you have to stop for a second because the players are coming across the hall to go out for warm-up and so we're into this box and they're you know offering you free beers and free food and whatever else and we're looking around because we were told when we arrived the player that was going to be there was Darcy Tucker and that's Right in my time frame. Is that because right?
1: he's still on contract? Is that <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're still, <laughs> they're paying, still him. paying him? I think he just likes to show up there often enough because it's dinner, right? <laughs> like Someone will hand me some food. I'm, I'm pretty sure we
1: have the same story because I've been in the same box with the same nod. Okay,
0: yeah. So not very often the traffic gets this rowdy <laughs> out in front of here.
1: The one one vehicle
0: every <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. So we go in there, and there's no sign at Darcy Tucker. And my cousin Adam is 10 years younger than me. So I'm in, like, the prime of my hockey fandom at, like, 20 years old when the Darcy Tucker Leafs are doing their thing in the playoffs against the Sens. He's 10, so he's in his formative hockey years, and he would sort of drift away from hockey. But getting that invite was for him back to his yep. hockey childhood too. And so we're kicking around in there, and we're both just looking around. Where's – Where's Tox, right? Where's Darcy Tucker? We're looking at Tocs. Tar- He's not there. And they finally, you know, they don't kick you out. You can stay in the box if you want. But they said they're getting ready for opening face-off. So I'm right behind my uncle. My cousin's right behind me. And we're waiting. And we're trying to get out the door. Because these are small hallways down there. Mm-hmm. There's a big crowd trying to push through.
1: And the box is actually pretty tight.
0: Like, it is. It's yeah. not big at all. No. And so we're standing in the doorway. And you're trying to wait for a chance to kind of get in there and get get into that rush of people going through. And my uncle at some point just decides, I've had enough. And he throws a forearm. And he's a big dude. He is. He's, yeah, he's, you know, 6'1", whatever. He's a a big guy. And he's just like, I'm going now. (laughs) And he doesn't pay any attention that the forearm he's just thrown is to Darcy Tucker, who's trying to get
1: into our box. Well, quite frankly, our uncle's probably bigger than Darcy He,
0: he was bigger than Darcy Tucker, but I'm not sure anybody was looking to tussle not, with Darcy not Tucker. Not the place
1: you want to do it, way. that's for sure. And, and so... Darcy's not getting tossed from that.
0: No, yeah. No, if somebody's <laughs> getting thrown out, it won't be Tucker. And so he kind of pushes his way by and goes, and and my cousin and I are looking at each other like, did that just happen? Like, did, <laughs> did he just throw a forearm shiver at Darcy Tucker? And Tucker... You know, we kind of said, hey, how's it going, right? Like, he's now right in front of us. And he's like, yeah, fine. Who is this guy? (laughs) Yeah, he's looking over his shoulder like, am I going to fight that guy (laughs) (laughs) who just shoved me with his forearm? And so we stayed for like a half second to talk to Tucker just for a minute. And then, you know, we knew we'd have a chance in the first intermission. So we followed my uncle up to the seats. And so we're sitting there. And about five minutes into the first period, Tux comes up. And he's sitting, you know, there's maybe three seats, then me, my cousin, and my uncle. And that end seat is Tucker's. He's going to watch the game with this wow. group of people.
1: So he's like now sitting in the same row with the yeah. guy that just armbarred him.
0: Basically, but down a few, right? And so my <laughs> uncle, who still has no idea who he's just <laughs> assaulted. He's
1: not really a hockey fan, so you know, well, he watches he, the game, yeah, he doesn't and, recognize them. But this is the funniest
0: part. As Tucker's coming up the steps to sit in our row, my uncle's elbowing my cousin Adam going that's Darcy Tucker's it's Tucker nice so, so you're like he did you recognize him but not in the moment girl. that yeah. you threw the, you don't get the, the elbow now <laughs> right. just
1: after you arm bar the guy
0: he's like we should go say hi to him like he's gonna <laughs> he knows throw down you are, right? right Yeah. Now, yeah so yeah we got back down in the box during the, the first intermission and you know everybody's asking questions he's given these you know nice long answers or whatever my uncle just says hi you know my name's such and such whatever and he's just like yeah (laughs)
1: that's it he's giving my uncle the cold shoulder here hard you guys are like edging over away from him yeah basically i don't know that i don't know that he brought us yeah when we don't know him
0: when we were trying to get out behind him uh you know when it actually happened and tux was looking over his shoulder like who the fuck was i we did the same thing like (laughs) who is this asshole right but uh you know we took some pictures we signed some shit or whatever and you know so he
1: he did that he took pictures and yeah did all the like the the, it was funny
0: um i walked up to him at one point in the second intermission and um i said hey you know big fan loved that series against the islanders which was all out war in basically (laughs) Uh, he goes i didn't love that series against the islanders but i i hadn't i can't remember exactly how i worded it but whether i was fanboying and sputtering or what but I didn't finish my sentence quick enough. I just said, I was wondering if, he goes, you want me to sign your jersey? And in my head, I'm like, fuck no, it's a $300 jersey, <laughs> don't sign it. I wanted to take a picture with him. Yeah. I said, well, actually, I was hoping to get a picture. He's like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. So my cousin jumps in on the other side, and my uncle goes to step in, and Tux kind of turns like, away <laughs> from,
1: Like, the whole this thing was yeah. so awkward, yeah. right? <laughs>
0: And so the only other thing the from only that the only one
1: that earned the spot the to be there, there yes, is the guy is that's now getting,
0: getting nudged out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So be careful you're throwing forearms yeah, at here yeah. people, you know. But um, the only other thing I'd say at that point, like I said my cousin's about 10 years younger than me and uh, so when you're sitting down in the box, you can have whatever food or drink yep. or whatever you want. And then at the maybe 2 minutes into the each period, they come up and they pass a pad like our row, our whole row of six or eight or 10 or whatever was people who were from that box. So our hostess comes up and passes a pad of paper down. Do you want to order anything to your seat? Which is again, all free, not free, but the bank's paying bad. for it. Yeah. <laughs> what the my, hell do I care?
1: Sorry people for all those bank charges. Right. Yeah, this is yeah, those,
0: that's exactly it. <laughs> so it comes to me and I'm like, I'm good. And my cousin Adam's like, we should have one more beer. Because it's the beginning of the third period, and, and
1: he's rocking like nineteen. This is like yeah, exactly. He's ten years
0: younger yeah. than me. He's also a hundred pounds lighter <laughs> than me. He didn't need another beer either, but he was having a good time on someone else's dime. And so I said, "I'm good. Like I've had, I have one right that I grabbed with me yep. during second intermission. I'm maybe a third of the way through it, and we're three minutes into the. period. I'm like, I'm all right. And uh, he says, "No, no. Like well, let's have another one. And I said, "No, honestly, I'm good. He goes, "Ah, all right. So he takes the pad and just passes it to his dad there in the in the next seat. And as it comes back down, I'm now watching the game. I don't pay attention, so it's got to get passed back through us all. He stops, orders himself a beer, orders me a beer, <laughs> and passes it out <laughs> oh, to this. And so yeah, there like you three five minutes later, this large whatever Molson Canadian lands in my lap, and went,
1: I guess that we're doing this. I guess
0: we're doing this, and. <laughs> funny thing in, is he musical. was living in toronto at the time so he had a four oh, minute drive home he was like yeah, yeah. Okay. so he meanwhile i'm he's sitting hitting
1: at, up the next bar at his age at probably point, yeah, like, yeah either way he start. was getting
0: to a bathroom a lot quicker <laughs> than i was he d- i didn't have a <laughs> no he didn't have a,
1: a in the yeah, car 70
0: again. minute drive home yeah. <laughs> or so that was a blast but you and i like talking about the gens and the pete's and it's not quite the same thing whatever but the family for a while at well, a box.
1: Can I just tell my yeah, yeah, course, story man. first? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, Oh, yeah, yeah. So same thing. I get to roll into this event with my father, and who's business partners with the uncle that we just talked about. Yeah. And uh, same, same suite and that. And we're sitting there. And uh, we're sitting there with a bunch of alumni in the box. And I have no idea who these guys are. They, <laughs> and they honestly, they were great. They would. Flat out said, like, we're more from your dad's era, than sure. Yeah. yeah, and they're signed in my it's jersey. Peter I had like a like palmetteer, yeah. And I had like a <laughs> 90s jersey, like the white leaf with the lettering in it, yeah, that does not hold autographs at all. No, <laughs> so like, I literally, before I even got home, that autograph was not recognizable, <laughs> like, it's gone,
0: right? It's just a ruined just jersey bl- now with the yeah, ink stick, <laughs> exactly.
1: That was probably what 150 bucks <laughs> back in the 90s, yeah. now it's worthless, like. <laughs> And and no problem, you know. I got all the time let you sign a jersey that I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't know who you are, and I don't <laughs> know now who that autograph is. I still have the jersey. <laughs> yeah. But we're sitting there, and we're 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 sitting there with them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Tucker's going to be up here," and they have nothing good to say about him. Really? Like, oh yeah. And they're they're like, he's just going to roll in. He's going to just grab his yeah. food. And he, he is still being paid by the Leafs at this point. Yeah. He's still on contract. He
0: had a long-term buyout yep. that was still rolling out for a long time.
1: And he, he had to go down and drop the puck at this event. Okay. So he's down there and he comes back up and they're like, watch, watch. He'll just come in. He'll load up his plate. He'll grab his food and he's gone. I'm like, no, like this is the alumni box. He's got to do his thing, yeah. right? This is what they're paying him to do. No, he did exactly that. I've never seen somebody load up a plate. Probably our uncle pissed him off.
0: One forearm shivers. I'm done with with these assholes.
1: They all look the same. So, But he rolled in, and I've never seen somebody take down a whole platter of chicken fingers like Tucker. He rolled in. I don't think there was any chicken. They had to make more because he rolled in, loaded his plate, and walked out. Didn't <laughs> autograph a single thing. No, he was gone. Wow. And I'm like, good for you, Bud. Like you're just, I get it. And then I think that was like, this was the last year of his deal. By it, that was yeah. it, and he was gone. Right. Okay. So yeah, no. I, was,
0: I think he still shows up from time to time for a meal, right? Like he does. He's still recognizable, yeah. and so they'll yeah come on in. When I've
1: been to another event, I went to um, an association event. Yeah. And uh, they ho- they hosted it in Toronto. And part of the, you got to do little events when you're at these conferences, right? Yeah. And one of them was uh, you got to play hockey with alumni. Okay. So, and and we had dinner after the, the event. Keep your head up. Yeah. <laughs> well, but the best part is, so Cujo is yeah. on the ice. Nice. But- my favorite. Not a goalie. No,
0: they never do. No, but the alumni
1: so, goalies don't want to... They don't want to so give you... That's what it was. Yeah. So that's. I was talking to him after, yeah. and I'm like, so why don't you play net? Like, yeah. he, honestly, he, he could have played NHL either way. <laughs> like, watching him out there, he yeah. was skating circles around these guys. <laughs> like, just... Un, and again, we're talking anywhere's from 30 to 60-year-old business people right. built like me. Like, <laughs> they are not the pinnacle of hockey. (laughs) Sure. They are the pinnacle of beer league. Right. If that. Yeah. So he's just skating circles around everybody. And so I'm talking to him after. I'm like, so why don't you play net? Do you really want to hear from the guy that, you know, great CEO? Yeah. But, beer leg hockey scores on you right you don't want to be that no. go- nhl elite goalie that is like the, yeah, you,
0: the goalies won't do it no. in these games and i 100 understood no. that
1: i'm like i get it i wouldn't want i'm the pinnacle of the elite yeah and here comes you don't get bob to score coming on down me. and you score on me <laughs> no. <laughs> like no thank you right
0: and, i remember uh bob mccown on the radio used to talk all the time about he would show up Just as a media member, there was like a local road hockey game on some Sunday morning on some tennis court in his community. He said Mike Palmateer used to show up all the time. Refused to ever be the goalie, even in road hockey. Like just, nope, <laughs> not doing it. Like I, you guys don't get to score on no. me ever. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Some crazy bounce, some whatever. It's not happening.
1: <laughs> and I will say, Gujo was an amazing, like he was defense. Yeah. And he was still scoring goals like crazy. Like, I love that guy. Yeah. He was my favorite Leaf. Ever, oh, you maybe. know what? Yeah. That he was a highlight yeah. watching that. It was great. And and I didn't realize the whole deal with, like, uh, alumni and Stanley Cup rings. There was a guy there at the dinner, and I, I, I feel bad. I don't remember the guy's name. I, I have a picture with all five of his Stanley Cup rings, but I don't remember his name. All but right. We, well, yeah. we
0: can start to search it out now. Yeah. People who won at least five <laughs> yeah. cups. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but the best part is, so he rolls in, and, and each of our tables had an alumni there. So if you played on the team, yeah. you can apply to be an alumni sure. for that team. Yeah. And so he has played for
0: Aki Berg. Come on down.
1: Yeah, well, and this guy clearly (laughs) been. He was a seasoned veteran. I think they traded him, and that's why he got so many cups.
0: Yeah, exactly. Aki Berg doesn't have five cups. No,
1: no, (laughs) no. And so this guy, the best part, I'm talking to him like, so that's great. You have five rings, but you know how he's carrying them around? Hmm. He has tied skate laces through all five rings. (laughs) He's like, well, I can't wear them all. Like, uh, who can wear five? You know how much weight that is on your hand.
0: arthritis I, all but, over the But the, the place.
1: best part is you're carrying around on a skate lace. Like, like, <laughs> it's whatever I found in yeah. my bag. <laughs> and he just pulls it out of his pocket like it's nothing. Like, here you go. I'm like, there's probably three diamonds in your pocket that yeah. just rolled off those rings. <laughs> but that's how he was like, and he let you. You just, you put them all on your hand yeah. and you take a picture with them, move it to the next person. No way. Yeah. And it was, like, he was a super cool guy. Yeah. But, like, I just can't imagine, like, that this is the highlight of your loosey career. Loosey goosey. Yeah, with, with your, your rings. Your right? accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping those are replicas, yeah. not <laughs> the real, genuine diamond ones, right? Like, just Man. unbelievable. He's like, probably got four
0: more to home or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He that? just traded in. Right at the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just traded in at the end, get the cup. Yeah. This is oh, uh, a throwback to Phil, right? Like, yeah. You just, you roll in, <laughs> get your cup, roll out. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so funny with Phil. Like, oh man, I really now time. I really hope Toronto like gets honestly. Back, well, gets we could cup. use some. Yeah, yeah. Here's your fourth cup ring. <laughs> He's one more cup ring away from a skate lease. Well, <laughs> and like I remember, though, somebody posted a
0: picture of his house in Pittsburgh when he was living there. And his basement, it was just, like, him and, like, one of those... A un- chair. Yeah.
1: yeah and, a, awesome. and
0: his Xbox. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what oh, he does He's just fun. living in this hobo apartment yeah. is what it looks like. But
1: who, he was living with somebody in Toronto, too. Just, like, that's what they did. They played video games the whole time, like...
0: I think it was Bozak
1: maybe at yeah, the time. I think it was. I think uh, you're right. It was just him and Bozak. Yeah. I, now I'm picturing just living like- living the college life. Well, basically. like Joey and Chandler, just two chairs <laughs> in front of the TV. Basically, like, yeah. Roll out of practice and like- <laughs> this hey, is the rest of our you, day. Yeah. When we're wanna, not grabbing do hot dogs. to NHL 96 on- <laughs>
0: <laughs> On the Genesis? Yeah. It, it's funny though, like as you sort of roll through some of these, I, I went to one uh, uh, at a Sens game and it was the same thing I just said about, um, you know, buying Leafs tickets in Ottawa at the last possible second at a friend in town from Australia who'd never been to an NHL game. And so this was family day, long weekend, like a holiday Monday, and so the Sens are playing at like 3 o'clock. And on the Sunday, we'd been up till like 4.30 in the morning getting drunk, singing Dolly Parton songs.
1: That's when you want the 7 o'clock game. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, a little
0: time here. So we got up, we went out for breakfast, and then we went back, and I said, like, you still feeling this? And she's like, yeah, how often am I over here? Like, we'll do it. She's like, but you do it. I'm going to go have a nap. You can
1: find the ticket. <laughs> you get a ticket. Right. I'm going to sleep this off,
0: Right. And so I jumped on and I'm looking around and like, there's some okay ones and, you know, midway up the first level that would be great. Like if you're going for yeah. your first time, you don't really want to sit way up there. But I also don't want to pay, you know, out the ass for Sens jets on a holiday Monday afternoon.
1: I'm closer to Toronto, so I pay out the ass no matter what. I
0: guess. Yeah. yeah. And so... At the last possible second, I saw these ones that said uh, row AA on level one, and I don't know where that is, but I know A's are good, and I know level one is good, (laughs) and I just clicked buy, right? For sure. And so we headed out there, and it was so close to the time that we were supposed to actually Uber out. That, like, I'm still trying to figure it out on my phone in the Uber. Like, I know I have the tickets, I've bought them, but like, now what do I do? Are these scannable? Are they whatever? We ended up having to go into the will call and say, like, what do I do with this confirmation number? And they printed them out for us. So we go looking for the seats, and I went over to what I thought was section A and went down, but there was no whatever section it was. I there was no row AA, it was just row A up against the glass. I'm like, this isn't us, it says specifically AA we go back up, and I'm walking around, and I cannot find it. And so I said to the usher, like, where are we supposed to be? And so he walks us over right behind the Ottawa net and down and down and down and down. And we turn left to this area that I know now is called Club Bell for Sens fans who are listening to this and maybe are familiar with Club Bell. It's leather seats. Someone comes right away and says, "Can I take your jacket?" We're like
1: <laughs> in-seat in service. Yeah, on like is this? Like- no,
0: you can't take my jacket. I'm clearly not supposed to be here. You I don't only even bought. Have
1: the jacket? I bought these tickets thirty minutes ago.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they said no. Like we were second row in these big leather seats, and she said, "By the way, there's private bathrooms in behind and a restaurant bar that is only for people in this section." And I'm like. What section? There's eight of us, I think. <laughs> so we go back in there, um, you know, before the puck drops. And all the food is free, including these awesome Nanaimo bars. Uh, well, you which can't is, go wrong with them, Yeah, right? that's a personal favorite. Yeah. The beer wasn't free. You had to go up to this bar, which, whatever. Fair enough. It was right there. You didn't have to stand <laughs> in line with everyone else. And so we went out and we watched the first period. And I'm still trying to figure this all out. What has happened? We bought <laughs> tickets at the last second. We can't possibly so be you can in the re- right seat.
1: Repeat this again, like. <laughs> so I go in
0: uh, during first intermission. Enjoyed the marble private bathrooms that again didn't feel like I should be having access to.
1: Is this the one where they like hand you the towel as you walk? Yeah, basically, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> here, try some cologne. That also happens in sketchy Quebec clubs, right?
0: And so we got in line at the bar. And we were last in line, so the, there was nobody behind us. And so I said to the bartender after he handed us our beers, where are we? What, <laughs> what is this magical place? And how do
1: I get here more? Often? Yeah, exactly.
0: How do I know to buy here again? Because honestly, I'm sure they were $400 a piece tickets that we got for 75 bucks a piece at the last second. And he said, can I see like your ticket or whatever. So I showed him my phone. More to check that you should be here. Exactly, yeah. No, you shouldn't be here. Get the hell out, stupid. Um, He goes, goes, I can't explain why these were available online, but it's a private club. People buy these as club seats. They have access to all of this. Obviously, somebody couldn't make it today. Threw them up online, just trying to get something for them at the last minute. You happened to click at the right time. (laughs) And I said, awesome. He goes, by the way, he goes, I'm sure you've been here before. Not here, here, but in the building before. You know, they, they, last call is right after second intermission, right? He goes, there is no last call here. You can come into this little area. When,
1: when did I arrive at heaven? Right. Thank you.
0: And he's like, and we stay open after the game. They bring down a player and do an interview. Now, I'm not a Sens guy, so I don't give a shit about that, <laughs> yeah. but...
1: But the person from Australia, who's never... Sure. Played.
0: And and just in general... So she actually said to me, before I asked that question during first intermission, while we're sitting down there, she's like, are you trying to big-time me? Like, you're just trying to show off and impress me? I'm like, I'm you're, more I'm impressed <laughs> than you are! I'm the one who loves hockey! You would have been <laughs> impressed in way the hell up there! <laughs> so, it was a blast, man, but the the... So we did stay. I can't even remember who they interviewed after the game. It doesn't matter. Um, But we had a few too many beers after the game down in Club Bell. And then you stumble out the door and you're like, oh, shit. We're still in the middle of (laughs) nowhere. nowhere. This arena, the buses are gone. The cabs are gone. It's 90 minutes after the game. It's desolate. And you're like, do I actually have to stand here and phone a taxi to the empty Canadian Tire Center parking lot? Uh, we got lucky. Some security person walked by and asked, "What the hell are we still doing here?" Like we're trying to leave. He's like, "Oh, I can wave you down a cab or whatever." But that one was weird to me, just because I had no like it was so accidental. I had no idea what we were about to do and how cool that area was. Um, you know, to see a game in uh, some of our friends of the show there, Creech and Lloydy and whatever. That's where on game days they host. The midday or hosted before the cutbacks, the midday show, they would host from there and they could then look out on the ice, check out the practice lines, all that shit. Right. And, uh, but we stumbled in there accidentally and had a hell of a time. On. So completely accidental. Right. But, uh, you know, we referenced a little while ago, the, the box at the general Motors center that the family business had. And then, you know, the family had and whatever. I remember going that one night they were retiring Bobby Orr's number great night. Which was odd because most people think number four Bobby Orr in Auschwitz. it's, number, it's two. number two Bobby Orr. So, um, so we were sort of our, our the, the, the suite that we were in was next to where Bobby was hanging out with the VIPs and so yeah. we we weren't allowed in there. But we were able to reach over the railing and ask Cassie Campbell, who was in there. could
1: Well, actually Cassie Campbell recognized that we were trying to, <laughs> to <laughs> see See Bobby Orr.
0: Yeah there was like a we were down in the box not up in the hallway behind the box but yeah we were clearly leaning over the railing (laughs) trying to see is there a way to go in here or whatever. How do we get to Bobby? Yeah and so she was nice enough to take our tickets or our programs or whatever over and get signed and then she came back and said hello like was really nice and And you're like can you sign it too? Yeah
1: that was the best part she assumed like well she just walked up we were on the edge of our seats. Yes. At the edge of the blocks. Yeah. Trying to get anybody <laughs> to recognize, and I don't know how old we were. We were relatively young. Well, we, not as young as you'd want us to no? be. I, this was... If, what if it's we, 16? No. No?
0: I was in or done college. Really? Yes. This was a little later on than you want to remember it. Okay. <laughs> Still fanboying hard for Bobby Orr, as you would, and, right?
1: But just as fanboying for... Cassie
0: Campbell. 100%. And so that she, she took our Canadian shit over legend. and Bobby signed it. And when she came back, she yeah. goes to Hannah like, And we were both like, can you sign it too? Maybe <laughs> right? not
1: on that ticket. Sure. It's something. We yes. had
0: both had multiple pieces of yes. gear that we bought for that night. Or not Bob like programs, tickets, whatever.
1: But she was so modest about the whole situation. She's like, really? She's like, do you know, you know who I am? <laughs> yes. You're a Canadian legend. <laughs> of course. Everybody You're the captain of who Team who Canada's yeah.
0: Olympic champions. Yeah. Yeah. I think we know who you are. That was an awesome night too, man. Yep.
1: That, no, that was a great night. Honestly, it's. Uh, my I, mom
0: hasn't forgiven me for that because she was supposed to go with my dad, and I ended up being in town for whatever reason. <laughs> and obviously, dad, was, mom, who have like someone decided Matt will get more out of this, but mom has uh, brought it up a time or two since <laughs> then that that was her ticket that I took <laughs> to go to the suite.
1: Tell her. She's had way more chances to get Bobby Orr's signature. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right, <laughs> She's had time. It's on you if you haven't gotten it done yet. Um, and the other one that I remember, I know you were there the same night because you were the ones who'd gotten us up there. Uh, the night the building opened, the General Motors Center, you were up in the, the suite, the company suite. Okay. And uh, so your dad had given me his four... Season tickets.
1: Okay, our regular seats. Yes, yes. down
0: in the in the bowl. Yeah. So I came with three not buddies. Not to
1: sound hoity toity, like down with the down with the peasants. Down with the peasants but no me, regular <laughs> right. seats. Our regular seats are like mid bowl. Like, yeah, no, they're good seats, the but, center. Center. but they're yeah. not a suite. No, right?
0: so. I always remember this night just because I came down with uh, two buddies that we grew up with in Oshawa who the were Millers. Jenny's fans. Yeah. Yeah. And a buddy of mine, Mark, who we went to school with as well. And Mark is hilarious, <laughs> but couldn't possibly care less about the generals. But so he comes with us. And I don't remember if the first or second intermission. You would text it and said...
1: Come on up. Yeah. Sneak up to to the box. I'll meet you at such and such stairwell with four ticket stubs. We can get you That's a lot harder to do now than digital tickets exist. A (laughs) hundred percent. I've
0: got four people's phones to give to you. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't really work anymore. So we get up there and there's all these construction business types hanging out up there with you Unfortunately,
1: know. I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah but yeah.
0: at the time, you're, I think, still a college guy. Like, no,
1: if, I was full-time. You, you were that, just done? Like, okay. Yeah, because we had full-time. I'd gone we back to school, guy, I guess. Right? That's like, right. Yeah. This is, yeah, I was a civic guy. That's right. So.
0: so this was the opening night of the new arena. There's all these, whatever, gray beards and whatever going on. And, I, and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy who I don't know. I know you know. I know my dad knows. I know your dad knows, whatever. Yeah. I don't know who the hell this guy is. He looks like. Remember those Islander jerseys that looked like they had Captain Highliner on them from oh, the mid-90s? Yeah.
1: Is this guy with the little glasses? Yes. Yeah, okay.
0: So he comes up and he shakes my hand. And I don't know if I'm supposed to know him or if he's just shaking my hand because that's what you do yep. when you're... He shakes my two buddies' hands and he gets down to Mark. And they have a weirdly long handshake. <laughs> and I do remember this guy giving you that construction guy squeeze handshake you're like all right like what are you doing here like yep. tr- and so mark comes up to me after this guy has turned and walked away and goes that old guy tried to break me down but i think i took him <laughs>
1: and apparently the extended handshake. mark is 20 something and this yeah, guy's exactly, like 60 70 whatever 70, yeah. and they're just grinding
0: with this handshake trying to squeeze the shit out of each wow. other.
1: <laughs> That's a privilege. Take down an old guy. Yeah.
0: He was pretty proud of it. He's like, that old guy tried to break me down, but I, I, I held tough for whatever reason. That's uh that's why we're probably not really supposed to, to be in these there. areas. No. Yeah. No, not welcome. Man. So. But
1: it's good times. No. It's always fun, times. huh? Yeah. 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 No, we're uh I like uh <laughs> sitting up there in those suites and enjoying the good times and the brews and
0: well I've said a hundred times is the uh after the company suite, we ended up with uh, our family the bought one
1: family suite.
0: Basically, to see Elton John in Oshawa, <laughs> you couldn't get tickets, so we'll, well, I Let's guess we'll buy a suite, a suite for the year. <laughs> yeah. And so there was all kind of events, including the debut of the Oshawa Power, a Canadian basketball league team that featured a point guard named Brandon Robinson. Hey, speaking I'll
1: take of, it. I'm still <laughs> speaking of funhouse. Google Mirror, my name. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely do not look the same. You way. and Phil Kessel,
0: not built for basketball. Nope. Uh, but this guy, anyway.
1: So, well, he wasn't built for basketball. He's playing in Ashland. It, it was powers. at the. Yeah, no, not, true. Our mascot
0: uh, was this weird orange Power Ranger. <laughs> uh, the whole thing was a bit of a scene that. But you got with the box, you got tickets to whatever went on in the arena, right? right? So there was some cool concerts, a bunch of Jenny's games, obviously. But I have said this a hundred times, man. One of my favorite things about that was the Sunday night game. Which was almost always just you and I. Yep. Um,
1: Nobody else was showing. No up. one else was going out he on just Sunday nights. Elton John, so. basically,
0: um, and you know, a Friday night or a Saturday afternoon game, people would come and and or big concerts or whatever. But the Sunday night game in Oshawa is almost always at six o'clock, and you and I would show up, usually just the two of us, in this fourteen-person box or twelve-person box, whatever it was, and we wouldn't pre-order anything other than a pizza mm-hmm. and. beer or two each. That was Sunday dinner. That was Sunday night dinner? Yep. And you'd be home in time for Family Guy at 9 (laughs) o'clock or whatever. You love the 6 o'clock start. That was maybe my favourite part of that whole thing, was knowing that no matter, you know, whatever you were doing that weekend, whether it was at the arena or not, it was a decent way to wind down a Sunday night. You're not, again, it sounds so, I know, it sounds so Mm hoity-toity. You're not elbowing people in the bathrooms. You're not in line for hot dogs. You're in this box that you didn't pay for it, you don't <laughs> belong in, but it's just you and your buddy having a pizza, like splitting one pizza and a couple beers and then heading home. Yeah. Great way to wind down a weekend, right? even if it's just junior hockey. And, and it was great, man. I It's good hockey. It's awesome to watch. I actually thought about this not too long ago. The last crowd thing I went to before the pandemic was you and I drove down to see the Jennies on a Sunday night in February of 2020. Yeah. I drank too much Hogarden because you were driving. <laughs> we stopped at the Waltzing Weasel on the way out. and Legendary,
1: drove. very Oshawa place. A
0: hundred percent, man. And then uh, drove home in a blizzard. And For the
1: record, I didn't drink that much. I no, drove. <laughs> that's
0: what I mean. I had too much Hogarden. Yeah, I think
1: I had a shepherd's pie. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and you were doing the driving. So I was like. You got to stay away, yeah, but I was so ready to pass out, and you had the heat just cranked in that oh, truck, I'm cold. because I'm it a was the, guy, it was I'm a blizzard too. Like it time. was brutally snowing, and I was like, everything about this screams, I want to pass. It's so hot, I'm so drunk, and that turned out to be my last big public outing for whatever two three years, ma'am. So yeah. uh, we said those Sunday nights in the uh, in the box. Uh, in Oshawa are a great way to wind down a weekend. This is a great way to wind down a weekend, man. I appreciate you helping out and jumping Not a on problem.
1: today. Not a problem. I we'll do it, it.
0: again because uh, you know I'm hoping to be here a few more weekends <laughs> throughout the <laughs> summer. So we know now you can jump in and and uh, and tag in if you don't mind, man.
1: Uh, no, I don't. I, I I truly enjoyed this. This is great. I uh, I fanboyed at your birthday the <laughs> other day over Rob and said, <laughs> and I even threw down. I uh, and I'll throw down on the pod that yeah. I think he's a better host than Maddie. Okay. Maddie and I have been friends for years, yeah. but Rob, you 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 got a tough gig. And but you do it well. Yeah. And frankly, I even at I'm the, uncomfortable
0: with the idea of anybody fan bullying over <laughs> Rob though. I don't
1: love that. <laughs> I bet Rob does. No <laughs> Rob doubt. is oh, like that's you'll never live that be, down. No, yeah, the know. next time you see yep. him.
0: Yeah. Can I sign that for you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, oh, and they baited me into some uh, awkward conversations there. On uh, they didn't
0: bait you. You were did. happy to that's jump true. in. That's true. Yeah. But uh, then they twisted it. it. They who, twisted it. Who was it? Who
1: was it? They threw down. Who was a great guitarist? Greatest guitarist. Guitarists. Not greatest. Okay. Who was a great guitarist? Who, and I well, threw down Brad Paisley.
0: That's the one. I that yes. is the name I thought you said. Yes, would
1: say. I said he was a great guitarist. I didn't say he was the best ever. Okay and they twist the Rob That's and his they brother. Do, man. They do. They, they twist it you, and they turn and it. And they hold
0: you out there. They do. Yeah. And I
1: loved it. It was great. It was it's entertaining. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fuck them too. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, we'll wind this one down here, man. Thanks again for doing it. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen later on this week. Things are sort of fly by night at this point. I wasn't really planning on still being at the lake this long, but as long as I am. This is a hip town, man. This is how we're going to do it. Town. That's right, man. I'm here to see the constellations. <laughs> Hope you all have a great week. Thank you for checking out this edition of the Tall Can Audio Podcast. For Brandon Robinson, my name's Mal Robinson. We'll see you next time. That's it. i cannot
1: work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Huh? Call the weekend guy. I don't care.